Hey everyone, I'm Jasper. And I'm Stefano. And welcome to Make the Jump, where our mission is to find unique experiences, perspectives, and mindsets of individuals from all walks of life. If there's one thing we know, success comes in many different forms, and it's our goal to find out just how diverse it can be. The purpose of this podcast is to share with you, the listener, what we learn from some of the most successful people we know. So let's jump right in. Today, we are introducing a new segment on the show where we will sit down, converse, and simply see where the conversation takes us. Whether it's with friends or even just on our own, there's always new things to discuss. We hope you enjoy, and without further ado, welcome to Studio Talks. Hey everyone, and welcome back to this episode of Make the Jump on our special series called Studio Talks, where we just talk to the homies, and we check in, and we talk about philosophy, and we look to the future, and we stay present. We do a lot of things here, um, but I think it's important to, uh, you know, put your put your boys on, on game and... Um, Hear their stories. So, Jonah, welcome. Thank um, you. Jonah is a very longtime friend. You could say before we were both alive, oh, we were way friends. Before, way before. Our parents. Spiritually. Spiritually. Um, our parents were friends. Stefano knows the origin story. Uh, when they were in high school. And then they got married and they had boys at the same exact time. So... We've been friends for a long time, and I'm excited to have him on. Um, Welcome, Jonah. Thank you. Yeah, it's <laughs> good to have you. So, um, can you give us a little update on um, just what's going on in your life? We know, but if you could just share with everyone what your direction is with college. There's a lot of fires in Oregon and all around, so that might stop you, but can you just kind of... Well, basically, I'm... Uh Planning on going to Oregon, the University of Oregon, for uh, this upcoming fall. Right on. Which is big. It, it is, is big. big. It is big. And, um, well, like you guys know, I've gone through major shifts in my life this yeah. past year yeah. and this past month. Yeah. With last year changing schools, my senior year. Yeah. And then now just kind of like going through the shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> as we call it. And, um... Getting ready for my next chapter. Yeah, I think it's. Um, I think that your um, story of school and listening to your heart has been really, really big. Um, and I think something that I definitely want to get into is mentors and um, uh, not family as in family, but family as in your the group of friends that you surround yourself with. Because I think that. Do you want to just maybe kind of tell everyone a little bit? You don't have to go into details, but just tell everyone a little bit about turbulent high school and then kind of figuring things out and really actually just stepping into your own for the first time, really. Yeah. Really, really. So, um, it, I mean, I never really felt at home when it came to school. Yeah. Never really had, like, a close friend. I always think, like, you 
uh, Jasper and, uh, and Aiden, Aiden yeah. as being like my family. Yeah. And um, I never really had that at school. Mm. So I never really had someone to go to at school when it came to elementary school. And then shifting to Campbell Hall Middle School was kind of a rough change. And it was kind of like, we kind of, there's like a saying that we say it's like an animal kingdom where um, everyone's just trying to fight for their own food and like mm. climb up the ranks and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Private school really do be like that. It do be, li- it do be <laughs> like that, bro. So, um, yeah. So then in high school, it was a lot. My whole life has been centered around basketball and just like training like you with soccer. Yeah. And um, I never really got the opportunity to make great friends because I was always entrenched with basketball right. and the thought process of being the greatest I can be. Married to the game. Yeah, married to the game. Yeah. And I never really had a great relationship with my coach. Um, it just wasn't, we just didn't gel at all. You butted heads. But we that did. being said, you continue to butt heads. Well, yeah, it's, it was a unique situation where I, like, this past month, I, I've done, like, a bunch of reflecting yeah. and realizing that, yeah, I've done, I have contributed a lot to my hardships with coaches and stuff like yeah. that because not getting what I want kind of hurts me. Yeah, but, and um, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. But it's really good that you at least recognize that. So you have this tough time at Campbell Hall. You're mm-hmm. butting heads with coaches. The kids at school can't seem to give you the respect that I believe you more than deserve just as being who you are because I think everyone should have a level of respect in high school. And so what happens next? Um, well, it was two weeks before the start of my senior year. Yeah. And I had came home one night and I had an appointment with someone that I just completely blew off for yeah. some random reason, yeah. which I had been doing a lot that summer because I just like wasn't really present and just like yeah. I was debating whether playing on the basketball team my senior year because yeah. it just was causing a lot of anxiety and stuff. Yeah. So my parents sat me down and were like really mad at first and I just like, I just broke down. I yeah. was like, I'm just, I'm just not happy. I'm kind of depressed right now. And yeah. I feel like that's like for my parents to have sat me down and really like been welcoming to that kind of like trans transformed me and enabled me to make that decision to um change yeah and i think it was really good also that we took that boys trip oh yeah we talked a lot about everything and i think you were able to feel at home and able to kind of just lay down the groundwork for some of the things that were going on in your head yeah but it's really awesome that you can stand here now and i know both jonas that you can stand here now, and I've said this continually this through this year, how much you've grown. And you did. You ended up making the right decision. Yeah. It, I remember coming Which was what? like a, a, a fork in the road yeah. uh, two weeks before, and I was like, like, it was like a week after that talk, and I was like, I think I'm just going to stay at Campbell Hall. Right. It just felt like I was so used to it and just fully entrenched in that situation I just wasn't able to kind of like rise up and make that change so when did you when did you really decide when was it like okay I'm gonna go with this decision um it, it was when we went on that boys trip and it was that hike in Ojai yeah when we were walking and I was like you know like 
what what worse could come out of it? Like you're literally going into a situation where completely new people. Um, you have your brother there, who's my backbone. Yeah. And um, basketball was going to be steady, and I was going to be the leader of that team. And like, what what like it couldn't get worse. It really couldn't, because I knew I was going to come in with an open heart. And my dad always tells me lead with my heart. Yeah. And um, and I did, and it turned out super positive. So. so when you had that conversation with your parents, was that like the first time you had that kind of experience with them where you were able to kind of open up and they responded in the, in the way that they did? Well, um, wasn't the first, but it, um, it was like the most intense mm. one. I never really opened up to them about that kind of stuff because I don't like want to get into the details about it, but what happened with my mom's dad, yeah. my grandpa, um, kind of uh made me have a mindset shift at a very young age that I needed to be the strong one in the family mm. and I needed to always be there for mm. either my brother or my parents and so um, shutting off the emotions yeah, a bit I I fully shut off my emotional part of myself which mm. is my strongest part like I'm a super sensitive guy and that's yeah. what I've realized like that's my strongest emotion yeah it's mm. just sensitivity yeah which is it's dude, it's so cool that you've come around. Like I can't even I can't describe the transformation um well enough because it's just such an amazing turnaround. But how you've really stepped into your own I'm, I'm so proud of you. Um Yeah, and that's that's why like this podcast, the yeah. whole even the name and the whole idea kinda resonates with me because yeah. you really like, made it's the all jump. about like in life it's all about making the jump. Yeah, and yeah. right now what I could be doing is being like, I need, I need my ex. So yeah. I need to go to Israel and get her, Yeah, which we can allude to some of that backstory later. <laughs> but I know that it's going to be, my life is going to go how it's going to go. And, um, I know that if I lead with my heart and if anyone leads with their heart, they're going to be fine. Yeah. That means, it. yeah, that means a lot that you even say that. Cause I think that's what this whole thing is about. That's what we're trying to do here. And I think you're, uh, even just that little short anecdote, that little story that you gave is a testament to making the jump and being able to put your best foot forward and yeah. make a decision with your heart and go for it. It's really not as, um, I think a lot of people think make the jump or, or to elevate themselves. It, it means, uh, it means going from, uh, pro to the best pro in the world from going from college to, a to signing your first contract. It's not really even that. It's, it's, it's the smallest things. It's what you said. Just having that conversation. Just being here, sitting now. Having that realization. Being able to tell other people your story. That's a jump. Because what you've done there is you've come around full circle, objectively with your emotions. And you've said, this is, this is what it was. And I look at that, and now I'm better for it. And I was reading in my book yesterday... Life is meant to get interrupted, period. If you don't want interruption, uh, you're not in this reality. It's like that. It's really Everything is always changing. And so yeah. it's so positive to, to, to just sit here and, and see, you, see you saying that. So, Well, I mean, the cheers. one constant in, in life is change. Yeah. That's we've the said, only we've thing said that it we before. can expect. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it really, and it, more so now, it's become so apparent with this virus with what you've been through um, and what you're describing with your ex and 
with your grandfather and all of this stuff. Life is nothing but hills and valleys. You know, Stefano, you know that. I mean, that's what we preach here. Um, And it's important to look ahead, which is really hard sometimes, and say, I'm going to climb out of this. But it's also really weird to think, I'm going to climb out of this, but even when I climb out of it and everything's okay, there's another thing right around the corner Mm. that's waiting to just grab my tail and throw me on the ground. And that's weird. But it's stepping back out of your voice, out of the voice in your head, and saying, I'm going to just be me every time, and I'm going to accept open arms every situation. We said it before in another podcast, but it was a warrior looks at everything, um, not as a blessing or a curse, as a challenge. Because that's what it is. Um, Because every experience makes you who you are. Every obstacle is designed to make you who you are. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. And then how was, um, moving on, how was, how was that actual year and that yeah. transition into um, uh, your yeah. new high school? Um, well, at first, like the first two weeks or so. It crazy. Was, it was crazy. It was just, I was so overwhelmed just like meeting new people and all that kind of stuff. But what really made it really smooth was... I think it was the first week I asked out a girl named Gabby. First and, week? Yeah, first wow. week. He went in saying, I want a GF. <laughs> yes. I, I went in fully knowing I wanted a girlfriend because I wanted that experience. <laughs> wow. And I also went in knowing that I wanted a girlfriend that would end in a year. Because yeah. I knew that I didn't yeah. want to go into college with a girlfriend. Mm. and um, But I wanted that experience of getting over an emotional trauma. Mm. another yeah. one in my life yeah you, you wanted that experience you welcomed it i welcomed it just more because i wanted yeah. i wanted to feel loved i wanted to mm. give love i wanted all of that which i think is really cool also because you just kind of wanted to explore and um you know as someone who's never really had like a a girlfriend i i feel you you know <laughs> i want love for real oh like, you'll I get it it's coming your way i know i know it's coming my way i i, I do want to care for someone I know you both have really cared for someone. So I, what I will say is yeah. it's, and you know it, Stefano, it's the best feeling to know that someone fully cares about you and that you care about that person yeah. because Very that's true. the only thing yeah. in life that matters is also, love and happiness. Yeah, it also, it's, it's even different when it's not even just like somebody who's in a way kind of obligated to love you because of yeah. course like parents. you kind of feel like parents, family, siblings that's are a, given. a little bit obligated to love yeah. you. But when it's somebody who did it, yeah. out of because the they kindness love you. Of the, yeah exactly out of their heart purely yeah. out of their heart yeah. i think it's yeah. it's just it's different i'm just filled with um a bunch of open snapchats that's my relationship <laughs> with <girls. laughs> open snapchats um don't worry man we don't have to get into that though no yeah we can move past that <laughs> so you have you have this awesome relationship with gabby yes. and um what a what a what a great year and i told her you know I'm so blessed that, and it's really true. It's like there's a, a a great woman behind every guy, you know, a mom, a girlfriend, a sister. It's so awesome because she brought out so much more of you. And, but that's also you. That's a testament to you um, being able to open up in that relationship too. You know, you'd never done that before. Yeah, were there no. points when you were like, yeah, like 
I need to break this barrier inside. I'm sure for you, Stefano, too. Mm. Well, what I want to, like, Gabby was more of a, like, kind of like an untouched soul in a way. Mm. Like, she was very, um, like, round up and just kind of, like, not wanting to give emotion. Yeah. So, I, me being, coming from my parents who always express their emotions yeah. and kind of, like, even though I suppress them at a certain period. Yeah. Um, I felt obligated to kind of like push her to a certain extent. And that kind of made me learn that like, that like getting to know your true self is like the most important thing in life. Yeah. Big, yeah. yeah. I think, you know what it's a lot of people say, you got to love yourself before you love someone else. Yeah. But sometimes you need someone to love you to help you realize you have to love yourself. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a bunch of different dynamics at play there because yeah, exactly what you said. Like there can be like you can love yourself, but then not know how to love somebody else. And you need to learn how to do that. Or you can, you know, fully well how to love other people, but you sometimes got to start back at yourself first. So that's interesting though, that you were able to see that too, like right from the get go. But that's pretty rare too. Not right from the get go, but it was kind of like, like once I knew that I, yeah. yeah, Once I knew that I fully cared about her and like felt safe with her, then yeah. And then I want to know also a little bit, how was the basketball there? Yeah. Cause I know that yeah, was a big, yeah. that was a big part of why you, a big part of why you yeah. also yeah. transferred and, and that success there. So what was that like? So, yeah, um, it kind of immediately the first day of school, it was extremely overwhelming, but I had something to look forward to, which was basketball practice, yeah. even at the first day of school, which I was surprised of. And, um, I played terrible. Oof. So <laughs> shitty. Just nerves, bro. Nerves. I was, I at least airballed like six shots. Didn't really make turnovers though. Like that's the one thing like every kid was like coming up to me. They're like, or coming up to my brother. They're like, your brother's so good. Like, like he doesn't make turnovers. Like he's like a great passer. They're like, just used to turnovers stuff. there. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, it was overwhelming. But then, um, fall league started and that's where I kind of like took off and never looked back. And yeah. You went on a couple trips with them, right? Yeah, we went to uh, Memphis for a tournament. and um, That bonded you guys quick. Yeah, bonded straight up. Like Our team was so close, and the friendships that I made from that team are the closest friends besides you and Aiden and, yeah. you know, like that I've made. In, yeah, and it was just a year, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, and that's, that's also another reason why, because they're all going off to school. Some of them are moving to Israel. It's just kind of like, the transition is hard because it's like, you don't know if you're going to find that again. Yeah. 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 And, and it's especially hard since it was just one year too. Cause then like, first of all, it was great that you were even able to do something like that in a year, but then on top of it, it was just a year. So you kind of need like things yeah. move on after a year, but I think that's really cool. Especially how was that tournament in Memphis? Like what was it? What was there like a moment there that you realized that like, yeah, this is this yeah, was, or like so, or a specific day or time. Yeah. Um, well, we stayed in a hotel all together, mm-hmm. and um, my room was pretty much the senior room, and it was three of us, or four of us, and we all shared two beds, so two person per bed, and mm-hmm. then there was one other senior that was kind of like left out a little bit, so he just slept on the floor in our <laughs> room, and we were staying up until 3 a.m., just like like messing around and stuff like that, and I would always tell them, like, we got to go to sleep, like, <laughs> like we got to play well. But it was just, like, at a certain point where I was, like, I'd rather have fun with these guys and, like, make good connections because, like, basketball is second, second hand yeah. of that. And, uh, 
it it turned out well. The tournament went really well. Um, we came in ranked like the third team. And we finished sixth, I believe. And uh, I got all tournament. So it was, wow. it was it was a good tournament. It was just the memories I made with the teammates yeah. were the most. Important. And the rest of the year was, I mean, from my standpoint, that you told me it was pretty smooth. Oh, it, it was, was just a huge growth as, here. Yeah, it was it was great. That must have felt good though, right? Like that it went that you were not only did you transfer, but then like when you actually did, a lot of things went went well. Like yeah, that must have felt good. Well, it shows it shows me and for whoever's listening this that like making the jump and taking the leap of faith, like it works. It can pay off. It will pay off. Yeah, I yeah. believe that. Comes back to the cliff jumping. Yeah. When we were up there, bro, that was, that was serious. That was for serious. people who don't know, we jumped off like a 55-foot oh, cliff. Yeah. We talked about, about it last it, yeah. episode with our friend Alex. Uh-huh. I had to bring it up. Or that was three, like three episodes or yeah. four episodes ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just wanted to bring that up because that was like big. Was, I, I just thought that was a really big day. It's just like man. <laughs> you make even those little small things, you make them like personal challenges that you have to climb over. Um, yeah, I can, yeah, I see that too. I think I remember, I, I hate cliff jumps. Like I've never yeah. done anything super big, yeah. but I remember like in, um, I think in middle school that we went on like this trip on to like the river up North in California. And there was like a, there was like one pretty like decently sized, maybe like 15, yeah. 20 feet, maybe. Yeah. And I'd never really done any of that kind of stuff. And I just, I remember that day I just did it. I was like, okay, let's go for it. And it's, I, that's the one thing that I remember yeah. from that trip. So it's like, it's very, it's true that like you make it your own little personal challenge. It yeah. really, like, I do not know what is up with those kind of physical challenges, but it is so freaking personal. Like, like I just automatically made an ultimatum for myself about like my life. Like I wrote it down right there. Like I wrote a declaration of Jasper's independence from his subconscious and I was like, Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I was like, you got to do this in order to unite your freaking brain. Yeah. You know, it was so serious. And then I didn't tell you this the last time, but when I jumped, we jumped off from one main cliff that was the highlight. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was big because it was the first day when we all challenged each other. And so I jumped off one that was like basically equivalent to the one that Aiden and Jonah jumped off of. Mm-hmm. It was like maybe a foot like lower. And so I jumped before them and I'm chilling in the water and Aiden and Jonah are having a midlife crisis up there, Oof. like talking about life and like creating their ultimatums. And it's just hilarious watching them. They're shooting their pants. Were you scared though too, to jump off that? Oh my God. Oh, yeah. okay. I was, I was really scared. There wasn't anybody who was like, just like no. fully into it. And, right? Oh, okay. my, oh, my brother, okay. his old brother, a daredevil. About it. Okay. okay he, cool. he just, he was like, oh, I'm going to go to the highest point and... <laughs> Send, full send. And we're just, just we just it. look at him. Jump, we're like, yeah. no, nah, there's no way, there's no way. Mm. So I jump, then it takes about 15 minutes before Jonah jumps and then Aiden jumps. They all get in the water, having done this jump, which was a foot higher than me. And they say, Jasper, bro, you you, you didn't jump off the jump. Yeah, like you got to jump off the jump. And I was like, he he tried he <laughs> tried to get out of it, saying that he jumped equivalent. Which I did, but but I didn't jump off the exact spot. And I think they wanted me to jump off the exact spot so Mm -hmm. we could share the experience. So I freaking swam over. Yeah, and you also can't live with yourself knowing that you you jumped off. As soon as they beat me up like that. No, you can't. 
Oh my god, I was. Yeah, angry. But that's the type of friends you want to have. Yeah, no, it, it is. It is. But they were fuck. They were nudging me. They were nudging me. Oh, we were. And yeah. um. And I got mad. Like it wasn't like a. It was like the Michael Jordan mad. It was like the, I want to prove you wrong. And so I did just that. Made like, it personal. So then, then I redefined the odds because I walked up that cliff, <laughs> that fifty-five foot cliff, and I didn't even think. There was not even like even Evan like when he went up the first time he was hesitated. like uh, okay hmm. oh that's high whoa, whoa. You just went I just walked and I jumped and I flipped them off in the air and I was like what's up and then I was like if y'all are really about it you'll jump off without thinking you'll just walk up the cliff and, and then as we soon did as it. you get to the edge you'll walk off and they did that's and then di- we were that's equal. a different feeling isn't it like doing yeah. it because but just to like, like yeah. it was just like we owned that cliff after that but it was funny because then we were talking about it we were in the boat. And we were like, would you do that again right now? And we are like, no. Like, we were like way too. We, it was so, so high energy, so much energy, so much emotional energy that it took to mm. confront that. It's like confronting a physical demon that you're tired. It's like after a battle. Um, but aside from cliff jumps, you're headed off to Oregon. This is a quick transition. You're headed off to Oregon, new terrain, literally new friends um and um a really just shaky world right now so there's no way to know how it's gonna go but what are your feelings right now what are your honest feelings um from the gut my honest feelings and i've been working with a number of people including my parents but also a life coach about this and like kind of trying to find myself in my like reconnecting to my true self is that like i'm gonna be completely fine yeah. Cause I know I'm going to lead with my heart and I know that I'm going to make great friends. And once I do that, like that's when the healing, the, the healing process will fully like begin, mm. you yeah. um, from this relationship with yeah. Gabby. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, my honest opinions are that it's going to be great. Like, yeah. I know it will be. It definitely will. I like, think it's gonna be phenomenal. There's there's such a low chance of it being anything other than great, <laughs> and like yeah, well, like yeah even I even like even if it's not like your full expectations, it'll be a it'll it'll be the right great for you, which yeah, I, so that's true. what happens every so single true. time. Well, I just single. I feel like if I didn't go and I went like next year, it would just kind of be like, oh like my grade like I would have still taken online school, but like oh like like my like class. Like they, the people that went, they fully connected. Like yeah. I feel like the people, like yeah. the Corona class of 2024, like we're gonna connect yeah. like yeah. on a different kind of level. Yeah, I think that's true. true. You'll yeah. you'll you'll remember it very distinctly because it was more of a challenge to be there. Yeah, to be a college student. Yeah. To just just say, okay, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna give what life. Like, and even if you get called back because of you know, I'm sure at some point Aiden will get called back and every college will get called back eventually. Even if you do, you did go there. You went there and you'll be back very soon. But just saying and promising to yourself in this situation, because I know how much you were kind of internally struggling to decide what was the right thing. Um, I think it really matters that you just kind of committed to it and you went with it. Yeah. And yeah, because like even yeah. doing that is an accomplishment. Yeah, even if you even if you go there for just two days and they tell you to leave, or even if they're that's an accomplishment. Do what you set out to do. Well, yeah. what I will let you guys in on is that yeah. like um, the reason why it was so hard is because 
I was so entrenched in that world of being with Gabby and enjoying every moment mm -hmm. and feeling loved. You were comfortable. And, yeah, I was yeah. comfortable. And throughout high school, elementary and junior high, I never really had that. I never had that person. I never had that person. And so I, why it's so hard right now is because I'm like in my head, my mind's playing mind games with me and saying like, you'll never find that again. You have to go get her. Like you'll never find it like ever. Mm. I'm like, and the trick I have to play with myself is that like making sure that I know that everything will be okay and that like it'll be fine. It'll all work out. You have to sell yourself a better reality sometimes in your life. It's the same reason when someone tells you you can't do something, you say, I can't, I can't do it. No, no, no. I will do it and I'll probably just be the best at it. And even if you say you're the best at it and you end up not being, you shoot for higher than you are. And what you're saying is, I don't know how my life's going to go. I could fall on a rock and break my face off tomorrow. But if I just say I'm going to be okay, if I promise myself there's like ripples in like the quantum world and the quantum reality that just say, I'm going to be okay. And your body starts to live that. And you start to create that reality for yourself. And you remember that you said that. And you have to then after that, after putting that kind of on paper, you, you commit to it. You commit to that better reality. And so I think it's really powerful when you state that thing. So, yeah. Very, very, very interesting place right now for, for young men and women, for anyone. Yeah. But I think especially for us trying to kind of navigate and mm -hmm. figure out what, well, because it just feels like we don't have careers yet. Yeah. We're not, we're in, the, in this limbo, essentially. Yeah. We're trying to define ourselves and trying to make gains. And it feels like we're being, you know, just, you know, we have a, you know, a blindfold over our, our eyes and we can't really see where we're going. Yeah, but the, the one consolation is that we're all in the same boat, though. So, like, that's a big thing for you, too. Just remember that most of the people you're going to be seeing there are in the same boat. They all have the same kind of fears, same kind of uh, worries that you have or that you don't have even. And that's the biggest thing. Just remember that you're not alone at all, yeah. at all. It may seem like it, too. There are some classes that I'm in where I'm like, damn, I don't know what's going on at all. And everybody seems like they're on it. Everybody seems like they're, they know what they're doing. And then, but most of the time I would say maybe 75% of the, of the rest of the class or the rest of your school, or the rest of your year is not, not what you think they are yeah. They're Most of the time they're in the same boat. No, especially now with yeah. Corona and the pandemic, like it's like everyone's forced into this situation. So we're all in the same boat, especially now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Little little shift here, dreams. dreams. I was telling I was, <laughs> I was telling Stefano earlier that I have the most vivid dreams. Like I can remember so many of my dreams, and I know I've both probably told you stories about my dreams. You're just oh, like, yeah. what happened in your head? Because I can't even imagine how that is even remotely possible. Yeah, dreams are crazy, bro. And I was reading about dreams in my book as well, Metahuman which we mentioned in the first episode, it's all about like consciousness. And it's like, we've had this reality like defined for us. The reality we live in is a bunch of do's and don'ts. You have to act this way. You have to be this way. This is the way we do things before you're born. Like your parents raise you, even if they love you, they raise you with a manual, an emotional manual or whatever kind of manual. 
And so you have to fill in the gaps. You have to do your own, you know, thing in between those guidelines. The thing about dreams is that those guidelines exist, but they're untethered from each other. So their meaning is like almost like in a vacuum and like everything that you see, hear, taste, you know, know, like it doesn't mean anything. And so your brain reworks it as it likes. It's just crazy. I know you've had dreams where you're like, wait, but, but I was just in the kitchen and I swear to God, I don't know how I'm on a sperm whale <laughs> in the ocean right now. <laughs> I was just making a quesadilla. I, see, I don't, I don't like, I don't have those type of dreams. I'll yeah. remember a specific event from the dream very vividly, but nothing yeah. else. What's like, what's your, let's just talk about this. What is your like? all-time favorite dream or like you have favorite? one dream or like the most vivid dream that like scared the crap out of you well mm. let's just go around i want to hear like what that is that's interesting i have one right now you go ahead yeah, yeah you go out, bro for the last month i've been having the same dream every single night and that it can is... also be a dream just from the rest of your whole life no no i know okay. but this is like the one that's most fresh with okay. me and that's also you. like kind of like like kind of weird because mm-hmm. i've also looked it up and it means like like it literally is what I'm going through. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. So, um, uh, I'm I'm driving Gabby to the airport. Yeah. And then it like fast forwards a while, and then I'm like picking her up from the airport, and I'm walking in, and there's like these two little sections that are separated by glass, but the glass is like impenetrable, and yeah. no sound can go through. And I see her walking the opposite way as me, and I'm like trying to like get her attention and stuff, but she obviously can't hear me, and she's surrounded by a group of guys all talking to her, all spitting game at her. And wow. she's like, she's, she's messing with it. And she's like flirting with them, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like oh literally banging on the glass, like trying to get through. You. Yeah. Wow. And, and like, I just torture. can't do anything. Like I literally can't do anything. And it, I, like it's ever since she left, I can't, it kind of happened like a week before yeah. she left. Yeah. But like ever since she left, it's happened like either every day or every other day. Where wow. I have that dream. And what happened when you looked it up? Oh, when I looked it up, it just means that I'm like stuck right now in a, wow. in yeah. a, like a sort of like mentality. It, it's a lot like when my mom was going through the trauma of my grandpa, mm. she would have dreams of her teeth falling out, mm-hmm. which means that she like is stuck. She is stuck in a bad reality. That and can't do anything about it. She right? can't do anything about wow. it. Yeah. That's crazy that your brain like formed this glass. That you it's can, literally that you a representation of, <laughs> that of the real world. Yeah, it's just through like um, different yeah. images, different yeah. items. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, I think you mentioned that to me last that's week, crazy. but I, I realize how much how crazy that is even more now. That's deep. I don't usually my dreams don't go that deep usually. You have to have one dream that you've had. In your it's life it's silly remember. compared to that. It's like okay, I just, just I remember it. like I don't know. I remember being in like my old house and. There was like, we had like, a, I guess like a, a, you know, those pools that you can like put above, above yeah. ground where it's like, yeah. uh, you yeah. just like fill it up and it gets big. And then it's like monsters would come out from behind the pool <laughs> and like start like running through, but like not really touching me or anything, but just like running past. That was like when I was like probably like five, five to 10 that age, oh. but that's it. But the weird thing for me, I'm, I'm like a serious, like sleep talker sleep talker. Yes. and and really? and sleep mover not really walker but sleep mover 
I do, do I do weird shit. Mover? Just like I do, I'll like do some weird things in my sleep. Like, like last, yes, this morning I woke up without a shirt on, and like I kind of remember like me just taking off my shirt and well, had, that happens. Like I take no, my pajamas no, but off, not, and I'm in my like, underwear. But I wasn't really conscious of it though. Huh. And I think yeah. my my brain made up a reason why I needed to take my take off my yeah. shirt at two a.m. in the morning, yeah. and I did it. But there's in like other sleep. times, yeah. But there's like other times where like I'll um. You felt like you lost your armor. Your yeah, protection. maybe. No, but there's also like a couple nights ago. I I I um I have like my roller. Yeah. My exercise roller on the side of my bed. Yeah. Um, and I guess I just I got up in the middle of the night, picked it up, decided it needed to be with me in the bed. And I just, I woke up like maybe like 10 minutes later with the roller next to me. There's no way. Yeah, no. There, what the hell? It's weird shit like that, so you dude. Do, you do sleepwalk. I feel like you no, make all Yeah, but, but not like but not like severe, like where I'm like leaving the room or leaving. I, I might just get up and Aiden just like. Aiden used to do that. My parents have a crazy story of really? Aiden doing that. Hmm. He slept over at my house once and he like got up and he just like started like just walking around the house and like doing shit and like really? cleaning shit. It and, hasn't like, gotten my to mom that. was like, yeah. Aiden? And he was like. Uh, what? Like just like completely mindless, like the, a freaking. The thing zombie. with me though, the thing with me though is sometimes I'm conscious of it a little bit. Like you know when you're like half awake, half asleep. Yeah. I'll get that feeling, but then I I like I justify it so hard in my head that I need to do what I'm doing. So true. When you're asleep, you're I like, need to do it. Yeah. Like it's crazy. It's yeah. the funniest thing to me. Because then yeah. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, damn, did I really do that? Like, did <laughs> I, like, what was I even thinking? It's <laughs> you funny. Weren't, you weren't and then, thinking. But, and it's fun. The, the funny part about it too is my brother, my younger brother. He like stays awake till like four a.m. sometimes, so he's like always seeing it because like he's just awake oh while God, I'm doing right. it. Will he like tell you what you did the next? Morning? Yeah, and there are sometimes where like I just start talking to him too, and he's like, "Just shut up, just go back to sleep." Like you're sleep talking. I'm like, "No, I'm not." I get so defensive to him, like really? I'm not fucking sleep talking, wow. even though like in the moment I'm thinking I'm not, but wow. then like I wake up and I realize like, yeah, I was. Like, I was it's oh weird. my god. Yeah, I find that shit incredible. I do not know. How the brain works yeah. like that. I have I, I have to do some research on that because... What gets me so like needing to do those things? No, but like it That's just doesn't make any sense. You're asleep. Yeah. Why are you doing stuff? Period. Your brain is like shut off. I mean, not off. But no, like, no, no. Your brain is your brain fully is, functioning at that time. Yeah, but like... It, if anything, part, it's more the, functional. The, I don't know about that. But the part that you need... The part that you need to like do things physically, like it's shut is, the, but I see, I don't know. Is it like it can't be if you walk f- around? Doesn't it fire during REM sleep or something? Yeah, I well, think during, so. For some yeah, well, during REM, that's when you have like your dreams, but that's usually in the morning. That's usually like it's it's not like super long. If you're doing stuff in the middle of the night, like just doing. Well, stuff. obviously, there's a reason why we just don't know what the science is behind it, but crazy. Yeah, I know. I've also like. I remember like my, I think one of my cousins, I've heard a story of like my cousin, like waking up in the middle of the night, getting fully like ready, taking a shower, getting dressed for school. No. And then like finally being woken up by somebody who realized like what they were, like what they were doing. No way. That's the craziest I've heard. Yeah. I I wasn't there for that, but I've heard that like, that's what my cousin did that like got fully ready for school, showered, fully asleep the whole time. I don't know if you would do this, but like when, when me and Gabby would have like sleepovers and stuff, like... I would in the middle of the night, like I'm, I'm a pretty like restless sleeper, yeah. but like I would like, I like turn around a lot yeah. and I would turn and fully, fully elbow Oof. her in the back or oh. in the back of her head and oh. she would like be up for hours Ooh. because of that. That was at like the beginning. I don't know if you like did no, that shit. No, that's what I was scared of when I would be like on uh 
like school trips or like uh, youth and government trips where we had to like oh, yeah. sleep in the same bed as somebody else, I would be so scared that like I would do some shit. By, like, punching them at yeah, night. or even just like getting up or saying something to them too. I was, I'm always scared of that. That's yeah. why I really don't like sleeping you over. You can't control people. yourself when you're sleeping. I you're can't. A demon. I can't. That's what I'm, I'm scared all, yeah. of. It usually doesn't happen. I haven't had the experience where like I started doing that to people, but I, that's what I'm most scared of. Like you have to sleep over my house now. I know I don't like sleeping over. You wanna yeah, you wanna know like so. my main fear like in class yeah. like. Like, cause in the morning I would like always fall asleep in class. Yeah, so I'd be yeah. like fucking pooped Yeah. and I would be so scared that I'd be like fast asleep and I'd say like uh, some yeah. random shit Yeah. and like maybe like expose myself yeah. or like say like, uh, like I want to, I want to like have sex with this girl yeah. or something like that. <laughs> I've, just, I've, yeah. I've low key had the same kind of just like, what if I fall asleep in class and then it, it happens? I just like start saying some random shit like, Cause then also your brain yeah. makes like I said before, kind of your brain makes sense of what you're saying, but it doesn't make sense like yeah. in reality. Well, most that's of the time. how dreams work. It's like, yeah. it made so much sense yeah, yeah. that the quesadilla came and then I was on a sperm whale. <laughs> but looking back on it, there was no transition. That's the weird thing about dreams too. Like yeah. you ever notice, like, and I talked to Stefano about dreams so much. Like I bring it up probably like yeah. every other time we hang out, but I'm like, the transitions are bullshit. There's horrible editing. Like whoever's doing that, like it's just like you just kind of like just kind of. You're just, it's not even like I don't even know how to say it. It's not even like a cut. You just are. You are there. You're at the next place. Like it evolves instantly. Yeah, but then isn't it also weird? Like I've had like everybody does this, but like recently I've also been able to notice how like my brain forms structures. In, in vastly different ways that don't really make sense. Mm. What do you mean by structures? Like houses or buildings uh, that I'm in. So like, it'll be like, I, I, um, I had a dream the other night where I was like at my old house and it was, it was, it was my old house to me, but like in reality, thinking back now, it was not really that house. It was, it was just yeah. different. My, my, my brain like made it be like three stories high mm with like, oh yeah it just makes sense though oh oh you mean like in dreams the yeah, structures yeah yeah, oh. yeah like no it's just like built different oh, i thought you're like when i walk into like a building i'm like how is this even happening in real life <laughs> <laughs> like how's the architecture period no no <laughs> i'm talking about in my dream dude. yeah no in the dreams yeah like where it oh just doesn't God. make sense for sure for sure for sure i also something about like architecture in terms of like in reality though you ever you ever think about how like you're doing like a road trip at night and you arrive at like a hotel like late at night or a campsite late at night and you've seen pictures of it but like you see it in the dark and you're like oh that's what it looks like and then you wake up and you're like oh yeah that's what it looks like and it throws you off so much like there are very few places i've been to that i haven't been before where i'm like i think i know what it looks like and then i get there and it looks exactly like that, that that's happened rarely, once rarely to me. happens to me yeah but it's so off-putting. I'm one of those people that I get what's called like displaced very easily. So like if I go into a place I don't feel comfortable in, we would go on road trips when I was younger and I would be like, I can't look out the window. I hate this area. Like it scares me. Like I would have a fear of certain areas because it just made, I'm a very creative person and my mom is too. And I see things like aesthetically. And if something's off, like on that drive to like Tahoe or like through the five to San Francisco, there are parts of that drive where I'm just like, my blood starts boiling. Like I can't look out the window. Did it you just feel that way when we went to San Francisco? At certain points. Really? Yeah. I don't get like that, but I know what you mean. Like it's just, just a weird thing about me. Yeah. I but I, I can completely agree with the like, 
you you look at something in the dark and yeah. you get an idea of what it looks like, but then you wake up in the morning and it's it's not that. So weird. Or just it's just like, or, or there's something about it that you didn't realize at first because it was dark, obviously. But yeah, it is weird. It gives you a yeah. weird feeling. Like you're like, yeah. no, no, yeah, just no. Can I say some stuff about dreams now? Can I? Can I? Uh... Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I'd love to share a little bit. This is your podcast, brother. <laughs> I don't mean to take the spotlight, but you guys did talk about the dream. So Go ahead. Just Unless do you have anything else to say about the dream? No. Yeah, to go into the microphone just to, <laughs> to say no. Okay, go ahead. Lay it on us. Um, so, for me, dreams are like, they like, they're awesome, but they're also torturous. So, like, I have dreams about girls that are, like, on my mind. So, like, people that I, like, got feelings for. Even if it's, like, not for a long time. But if I feel like they have potential to, like, be something in my life, they get stuck in my head. I can't do anything about it. And they're always in my dreams. And I have the weirdest things. And I always try and analyze them. I'm always, like, trying to, like, think about, like, okay, she said this. And then she, like, kissed me. But then she, like, disappeared out of nowhere and was walking with this other guy. And that means, like, I like her, but she's not available. And she just, like, she wants to be with that guy. And like, I think you're thinking about it too much. <laughs> oh, I know, man. I do. But you don't understand. Like, I get trapped in my brain. But it's also so fun because I'm flirting in my dreams constantly. <laughs> like, it's like a ball. It's super fun. The other dreams I have are just absolutely random. Like, my favorite dream of all time. I'll tell you. Can I just say it? It's so weird. Okay, go ahead. So, my favorite dream of all time is, is um, so I'm with Aiden. We're on a road trip with Nina, his mom, and we're just driving, like, we're driving through kind of like what the desert looks like when you're driving to, like, Las Vegas. Mm. Um, completely barren, just, like, rocky and weird. And out of nowhere, you start seeing, like, these sculptures of, like, um, like Transformers-type kind of sculptures, kind of just stuck in the ground, like, very earthly. They're not, like, very metallic. They're very, like, earthly, but they're clearly there. They're huge, and they're jutting out of the ground. And we keep driving, and they start moving more and more and more. And I'm like, what the hell is going on, bro? What is going on? And I tap Aiden. I'm like, bro, are you seeing this? Like, are you, you're not feeling, you're like, you're seeing this? And you're like, no, I'm not seeing anything. Mm. And you're like, no, you're seeing this. And after a while, like, he's like, yeah, I'm seeing this. And they start moving. And then this whole freaking all-out war just pops out in front of our freaking faces <sighs> between the robots and the dinosaurs, which just pop out of nowhere. So we park the car. We run out of the car. And we're, like, sprinting. It's like a whole Transformer scene where everyone's, like, dodging the bullets and the explosions. And Megan Fox is there, but she, she's not <laughs> in my dream. Okay. She's been in my dreams, too. That's good. I wish Megan Fox was in my dreams. And I'm running, and we go to this little place where it's like, you know, like the kids club. You know how there be like a kids club at like certain places you yeah. go to. Yeah, yeah, like, where the like mall. The, your parents just like shove you there, or like yeah, at yeah. IKEA, your parents would oh, like shove you. Yes, yes. Kids, I have horrible memories there. Ugh, just disgusting. Yeah, yeah. So I go to the kids club, which is like this like crater that's like pops out, kind of like. The only way to describe it is like you know when you're cooking a pie and you have that sheet of metal. Yes. That you put the crust in. Yeah. Okay. Flip that upside down. So it's like now like it looks like a little like, okay. Yeah, 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 like okay. a hut. That's a great way to describe yeah. it actually. Okay. Go ahead. So it's that, but then it's dug out under as if the pie was facing upside down in the ground to create a crater. Oh, that makes okay. sense. You got it? 
I feel like that's a pretty good explanation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're all chilling in there, the kids, and the Tyrannosaurus Rex pokes his eye in, like just like pure, like pure Jurassic Park mode. Just eye in the hole, looks around, looks at everyone, and rips the freaking roof off. And we're like, ah, what the hell? We run, and then boom, I switch right over to the cityscape, and I'm like in New York City. And for some reason, we're all running. We're all running from something. And I look at the T-Rex, and he's running with me. And I'm like, Bro, why are you running? He's like, I'm running from that. And we're like, what? And it's like this gigantic, like, Yeti. It's this Yeti that's, like, trying to kill everyone. And it's the Yeti from Star Wars. Oh, Do you yes. know that Yeti? Yes. Yeah. The one that's, like, freaky as hell? Yeah. Yeah. It's him, but, like, massive. And, like, that's a freaky-ass Yeti. Yeah. And then he's just like, oh, no, I'm just joking, guys. I'm playing. <laughs> the stream ends. <laughs> and I'm just like standing there. I'm like, what the hell? That's hilarious. Yeah. I've, I have so many other dreams that I could tell that would make you guys laugh and would make this podcast glow up. But I, I don't want to take it, take it over more. But like, just hilarious. I Like the tidal wave dreams, those are the worst. Oh, yeah. Oof. Like San Andreas vibes. Mm. It's very, it's very uh, Inception-esque. Have you watched Inception? Yeah. Have you yeah. watched Inception? No. Oh, Inception. Jonah, you got to watch it, bro. That is a that is a movie to be watched. It's like the same. like. It's like one of the, it's like Fight Club, Inception, like. like. Yeah, I don't know about that, but it's a, it's well, a top it, movie of all they're time. They're in the same category. That's, that's a, that's no, there, okay, okay. There are some movies that are just above the others, whoa, but whoa, Inception, whoa. Inception's a top 25, 50 movie. But yes, it's it's excellent. It's just like it, it brings your it brings your imagination and your dreams that you have like that to just to life in a movie yeah. form. But it's so much more like um, it's like really important that dream. It's like it matters. Oh yeah, it's connected oh, yeah. to everything. So yeah, it's different. It's like but, if dreaming was reality. Yeah, and which is really weird to think about. Screwed up. Yeah. It was wrong. Like you would mess your life up. Yeah, we won't spoil it for you, but you have to watch it. I think I think a lot great. of people will agree that great, it's a great, great movie. movie. What what movies have you not watched that you should have? The Godfather. You haven't watched The Godfather. I haven't watched it yet. You're Italian. I know. That's sacrilegious, man. I know. I just haven't. I don't know. I've never gotten the vibe to watch it, but I definitely have to. I mean, I've also never seen The Godfather. Okay. I've seen parts of it. I've seen parts. I've, of it. I've seen parts of it. But too. you I, understand, like, we're not Italian. This guy's thoroughbred. <laughs> yeah. That's not okay. That's not okay. Well, how about you, Jonah? I don't really know. Nothing comes like to head like to my head. Yeah, you, like, you haven't seen Fight Club. That's I haven't that's seen Fight Club. I haven't seen Interstellar. That was like a big. Oh, one. I also haven't seen, seen Interstellar. Seen Interstellar. Isn't that like a three and a half hour movie? Oh, it's so long. It's so good though. Yeah, it's excellent. It's well done. Very well done. It's it's all Christopher Nolan movies are my. They're, oh yeah, Christopher. Oh dude, so Dark Knight Rises. Best movie. What's up with that? Everywhere I go. That, dude. He has not watched it. Dark Tenet? Knight Rises. Well, no, no, you have to watch Dark Knight oh, Rises. Yeah, I mean, I gotta watch Have it. you watched any of those Christopher Nolan so, trilogy? I watched Batman trilogy? I watched the Dark Knight Rises. I went to Mammoth with Aiden when I was young. It's whatever one where the guy has like the two faces and he gets like one like ripped off. That's, that's joke. That's the Joker movie. So it's the Dark yeah, Knight. You would have remembered the Joker in that movie. And I've seen clips of, okay. of, yeah, the legit one. Yeah. But they're all legit. But yeah. I haven't given time to them, which I should. You should. Thoughts on the new Batman? Jonah said he didn't really, didn't really vibe with what's his name. Who's the I don't like the like Twilight Zone. Yeah, I didn't really vibe too much either. It does look like they like 
It looks good. It looks but good, but I, still, I, I think I can't. I can't watch. Yeah. I can't watch Batman after Christian Bale. It's just yeah. like he has set, he has the standard so high to, for me. Mm. Yeah. Even mm. Ben Affleck was good too, but different. But Ben Affleck was pretty beast mode. Yeah, but Chris, but Christian Bale was just another level for me. I love him. Um, yeah. You haven't seen Shawshank Redemption, which I, I told you to Shawshank watch. Redemption. Have you seen that? I've seen it. That is a that is that is I'll say that that is the greatest movie of all time. Wow, that's bold. That is really? the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, it is excellent. I haven't seen Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, that's a great movie. I haven't seen that great either. Movie. Great movie. We got a lot of movies to watch. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones out there that you don't even think about that are good. No, no. But then there's a lot of these ones where you, don't you wish you could watch some of these movies for the first time again? Yes. And just have that that experience. Yes. Over again. Yeah. We've talked about it with the Avengers films and oh, Marvel, yeah. but there are some movies where you just want to you just want to have that watching Infinity War for oh. the first time or Endgame right now, I or know. even the first Iron Man. I know. First Iron Man. I know. It's just because it, you wish you can have that Excited. experience and the full like unknowledge of anything that happens in the movie. If that's yeah. the correct yeah, word, yeah, yeah. it's definitely not. Yeah, Black it's probably knowledge. not. But there you go. <laughs> Thank you. I got you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mike Tyson I'm just going to leave it at that Mike Tyson I am Im- thoroughly impressed by his evolution I don't know how much you guys know about what's <laughs> happening with Mike, with Mike Tyson but he's completely changed his life around and he's such a cool dude and it's so cool to see how when someone really like you've done on your journey so far, Jonah, when someone really comes... And I will continue to do. which we all will. When someone comes to term with their story, their purpose, all of it, it's pretty beautiful to to listen to, especially for such... um, I I don't know if Mike Tyson was guarded because he was very vocal as a fighter. He he was guarded. He was never like... But he was guarded emotionally. Mm, He was locked up, you know? And it was so cool to listen to him on on Joe um, just talk about his life and open up about it. For that kind of guy, so machismo like that, to talk about these things. And I bring it up because for me, this is one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. It was so freaking cool. I mean, they were talking about such a wide range of things. Like how um, psychedelics might have been the reason why we have like consciousness mm. as humans, and how that might have like created humans, all this craziness, and just talking about you know all of his anger and where that came from, and his um, trainer cuss, um, so so interesting, so so cool when someone that big can just let the 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 armor fall off especially with people who we haven't had them do that before like where it's a completely new um a new insight into their their life their experiences yeah um shout out mike tyson okay so we're gonna close it out now um with our kind of where you headed to segment of uh studio talks and uh, how we wrap it up with mostly everyone so can you just tell us where you're going to be in one and three-fourths <laughs> of a year? <laughs> Wait, one and three-fourths, like one year and three-fourths of a year? Yeah, yeah, I would like to know that. Okay. I would like to know um, 
two <laughs> two and five eighths of a year. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm playing, man. Um, can you let us know where you'll be in a month, um, in a year, and in three years? All right. Where in hoping? a month. Or like after college. I like. That. Oh, yeah, where I'm hoping? Okay. So why don't we go like a month right now and then halfway through college and then after college? So um, a month, I envision myself obviously in Eugene, in Oregon, and, yes, and just having the time of my life and healing, doing the healing process and getting my work done and making great friends. Amazing. And then halfway through college, I envision myself... Um, shoot, shoot big dreams. I don't even give a shit. Yeah. Um, Whatever you think you can do, put it out there. Just no, I, s- there. I see myself getting great grades, um, still playing basketball competitively, maybe walking onto the team with one of my good friends. Yeah. And um, what about the business school? Well, yeah, definitely. Obviously, getting into the business school, which which shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. And then um, I envision myself. Maybe if it's then or maybe after college, uh, rekindling a relationship with Gabby. Yeah. At a certain po- at a certain moment. Yeah. And uh, okay, I think I think that's good for the half. And okay, the half. and then after where, college, where are, you, where are you at after college? I see myself. You could pick any point after college. Okay. Let's go. Um, let's go. Let's go. Thirty, bro. Thirty. Oh, I see myself. I see myself. Balling. Great job. Easy, steady, but something that I love, something like an agent or, or just, um, honestly, I could also see myself as a life coach Mm. or as, or just opening a startup business, like a, like a chain of, uh, PT places, physical therapy places, like that gets all the professional athletes that I get to hang around and like learn from and then. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. And like dominating that kind of world. And I also envision myself married. Loving marriage to yeah. whoever I find. Yeah. And hopefully kids someday. Alrighty. Uh, Jonah, as always, I love you, man. Happy to have you and excited for you. My brother from another mother. Um, thank you, man. Thanks for coming on. Of course. My pleasure. Wanted uh, to be on since the beginning. Yeah, dude. We're happy that glad it we made it work. Happened. Yeah, yeah, thanks for coming. Um, and with that, we'd like to uh, to thank everyone for listening, and we hope that you join us on the next episode of Make the Jump. Mm-hmm.